Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. Hey guys, this is Rachel. And this is Emily. And this is part two for the Brave Worship Podcast on God of the Process, and we hope you enjoy. This is the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. Brave exists to encourage, resource, and connect brave women around the world for the glory of God. I wondered too, I know we've talked about um, looking at other people and what they have and going, that's exactly what I want. Like you were kind of saying before, like, that's the same dream I have in my heart. Like, the exact one. <laughs> the exact one. Lord, how could this happen? You know, and so looking at other people and going, I want what they have, but maybe not even realizing the, I guess, I don't know other way to say it, but like the cost it, it, what it costs them to get there as far as like, you know, the journey and what the Lord molded and forged in them. Do you have any, I don't know, either other insight or personal experience with just with that concept of, of looking at others and going, man, I want that. And then either hearing from them, like, this is not what you think it is. It's not so great. Or going, man, like the Lord really, that humility foundation thing, like this was hard. Um, I don't know. Have you had any experience with either of those? Yeah, I feel like um, actually just living here, I feel like I've had a really front row seat to this with some people that I really admire becoming friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, and honestly, uh, one of the women that I really admire who's been a mentor to me really from day one, and and honestly, she was um, she kind of has that life where you're like, oh, that looks amazing! <laughs> yes. Like, wow, God's done an amazing thing through your life. Yes. Um, but from day one, just the what she would pour out to us that were younger than her was um, bloom where you're planted, mm-hmm. make a stir where you are. Yeah, oh, that's um, good. And you know, it's not about some brass ring that we all are after, and, yeah. and it's it's honestly. Um, it's honestly like in the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's flipped. Yeah. Like, that's good. Like we tend to, we tend to think like the more people are, uh, you know, listening to your songs, listening and- to this or blessed by something I said right. or whatever, it, that's going to give more significance to yeah. what I'm bringing. But, yeah. um, but honestly, that's not how the kingdom of God works. The yeah. kingdom of God works with faithfulness That's good, and with, um, just blooming where you are planted exactly. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. What uh, do you have any other thoughts on this topic or on I, things I would, you've learned? I would just say, as you go through the process, at least one thing that I feel like I'm learning in the process right now, um, is it's so easy to experience disappointment and mm-hmm. then let that turn into disillusionment, which really right. disillusionment is just being, you know, disillusioned by the source of what you put your hope in. So going, oh, well, I guess God's not as good as he said he was going to be, or he's not who he says he is. 
And I think so much of that comes from us not being honest, one, about how we're feeling. Like, we're not honest with ourselves. We're like, oh, it's fine. Like, it's all fine. It's all fine. Like, <laughs> no you know, worries. Exactly. <laughs> we're like dying inside and we're not yeah. talking to other people. We're not, right. we're not sharing our feelings of frustration and anger with the Lord. And he knows, like, hello, it's not a surprise to him. But I think there is something really powerful to be said about being vulnerable, vulnerable enough to say, Lord, like, I am confused and I don't understand what you're doing right now. And I want to trust you, but I don't know how, like help my unbelief, like help, you know, this, this need of crying out and reaching out. And so I would say to be mindful of that in your journey, not only with the Lord first, but also with other people, um, and asking for, for prayer and, and having somewhere that you or someone that you can be vulnerable with, because I think what can happen is over time, again, we step down those feelings or we, we, especially in the church, we, we painted, you know, rose colored. We're like, oh, it's God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. And that's true. But I think we say that oftentimes with wounds that we're not processing with him or with others. And so we don't believe it. We're like, we get very, I, I'm saying this because I've experienced this. We get very jaded. And then we see other people doing the very things we want to do. And that jealousy and that envy mm-hmm. stir up. And we go, God, why aren't you for me? Why don't you want these same things for me? Because we're not working through our emotions. So I would just encourage you to to be honest with the Lord, be honest with others. Um, he's not afraid of the way you're feeling. Like right. he he made you, and he wants uh, he he wants to he wants to 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 hear all of your disappointments, worries, all the things you carry. But also, um, he wants us to 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 trust him with those. Oh and, yeah, you know, absolutely, and. Um, have you noticed in your own life any times where something played out differently oh, man. than you thought? Yeah. But um, what were the outcomes? Were they harder, surprising? Yeah. What What was your story yeah. with that? Or yeah, do you yeah, have yeah. any stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that? I think that's a good. I think that's a good thing. I'll share. I'll share a, a recent one. Um, I think coming to Nashville and, and still figuring out what the Lord, you know, is doing with all of that. Uh, I really had had it in my heart for a while to, to, to release a song that I had written. And I had done that several times with other groups and people and with other churches, but it had been, well, I'd never done it with just me. And so it was like this, Lord, if I could just, if I could just release a song, like I would finally like realize this dream or, you know, I would be happy, happy, you know, it would be this point of realization. And God is, has been so gracious and has let me share, um, a couple songs. And what's funny about that is once you, once you do that, the desire or the bar to do the next thing doesn't wait very long before it swoops right in exactly. and creeps <laughs> in and goes, Oh, well, here's the next thing. Next that, thing. Next thing. Boom. Come on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. And so I think that has been kind of the surprising thing of going, Lord, like you said, Em, you know, every desire, you know, how I'm made intricately and you actually know what will fulfill me and make me the happiest. And sometimes those things are what I'm dreaming. And sometimes they are, when I'm dreaming and they look a little differently than what I thought. But I think it's funny. I, I just think it's funny that oftentimes what we think like, oh man, if I could just experience that one thing. And sometimes he'll let you experience that. And it's not that it wasn't beautiful and good and I didn't love it, but it's funny because it's like an endless cycle. It, it's right. like once you realize that dream that you have, there's until you until you can come to peace with being satisfied and 
Jesus first, there's always just something right. else that's like, right. hey, and what if you could do this? You know, it just, it never stops. Right. You and know? It, it really does go back to that identity uh, thing yeah. we talked about before yes. in our last podcast. Yes. Um, that is just so essential to our the way we live out any of these desires, longings, dreams, is yes. that once our identity is set and yeah. secure in Jesus, and we have to bring ourselves back to that. Like yeah. we, I wander from that. Oh, but we have to really go back to that and be like, man, like what does the Bible say again about who I am in Christ? Yeah. And then our accomplishments or our lack thereof, yeah. um, our failures, our successes don't cut straight to the heart or even <laughs> warm our hearts. I couldn't right. think of a better word, but yeah. the way that we imagine they would because yeah. we're already secure in our identity. Yeah. Um, and now we can just be like, hey, if I blow this, no worries. That yeah. doesn't ruin God's define, plan for my exactly. life or define me. Yep. If I end up doing something that I always dreamed of doing that, you know, I think is really neat, that also doesn't define me, but it was right. a gift. That's right. That's good. And so actually I have um, another little story about how I intersected with uh, Brave. Yeah. And it actually was, uh, it was a, um, so my mom was coming into town. This was at a time when I wasn't really playing any music anywhere. And, and none of my current friends knew that I really wrote songs or anything. Okay. Um, and so I, uh, you know, friends from the past did and some, a, a, t- a smattering of friends here, but it smattering. wasn't like I was living that out, sure, you know? Sure. So anyway, my mom's coming to town and somebody said, Hey, um, there's this writer's night going on. Um, we've heard that you write songs because your friend from high school visited. And then she told me that. And, and anyway, it was yeah. like this long drawn out, like <laughs> what? Okay. She's like, do you want to come play at this writer's round? And I was like, well, um, yeah, I guess so. But in my head, I knew like, I know this venue I've been to shows there. I know only probably five people are going to show up at this. Okay. I just knew that yeah, like yeah, going yeah. in like, okay, this will be a five person <laughs> like setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Including my mom. <laughs> so, but I'm like, okay, I want to steward what I have yeah. and I'm sure my mom will love this. She'll be like, oh, we're visiting Emily in Tennessee and there's a writer's night. <laughs> we are doing it. We're doing this. <laughs> yes. So I say, agree to do it. I show up and there's like five or six people, including my mom and her friend. Seriously. Oh. Like. It was very yes. small. Well, there were the other writers there oh, true, too. Yes, but anyway, so I go to that. I play my songs, and afterwards, um, Julie Keltonic says, "Hey, uh, have you heard of Girls Write Out?" And I was like, "Um, no. What? What's that? Girls Write Out? Like, yeah. oh, that sounds cool." And she's like, "Well, Chrissy Nordoff has." Um, and her sister have started this ministry for like songwriters and worship leaders. You should come to it sometime. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll join the Facebook page. And then it took me a couple months to actually come because different things kept coming up. Sure. But that was the day That's so cool. that I walked up and I was like, oh my goodness. Yep. Like I belong here. Yeah, man. And so that came out of a very unglamorous <laughs> like process. little yeah, yeah. process yes. like it was it was basically just a small yes like yeah. okay cool i'll play a show for my mom and her friend and a few yes. other people yes um but i can't even express how much that decision mm. uh, has impacted today that's good like i can't even yeah. and it's it's just awesome because you can see what god's do- doing right now in your life yeah and then when you look back you're like he was there he yes. was there 
He was also there when that person said this thing that like hurt my heart. Yes. And he was also there when somebody confirmed my calling as a young, like high school. He's he's yes. been there the whole That's time. So good. Um, so anyway, do you have any oh, other, that's so good. Yeah. No, I mean, my heart is just like bursting at the seams. Cause I think once you start to recall and, and look back on your life story, you really do see this pattern of faithfulness emerge. And even as you were sharing, as you were sharing that, I was thinking about those small yeses, you know, things that may look like, Oh, this isn't going to be much, or this is a disappointment. And I was thinking, real quickly about the first job I took after college and I had graduated with this music business degree and like I turned down all of these internships for this not very wonderful person I was dating anyways whatever <laughs> uh and and I they ended up dumped and I had to move back home and I was just like mortified my life was falling apart whatever whatever and so I said the only place besides Starbucks that would hire me <laughs> was this small special needs private school and they needed a sub and I came in and I subbed and that actually turned into um, almost two and a half years of working there. And it evolved into a, a position of of teaching music and working with their youth praise band. And that sounds so silly, but that launched into really what I've done for the last 10 years is work with mm-hmm. um, either you know, my church leading worship or with students and training them and how to lead worship. And I think if I didn't have a safe place to hone that skill, to go through a process and learn and make mistakes, like the Lord was training me up. And the whole time I, I you know, looking back now, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lord, you're, you were training me in a safe place. And I didn't even see that until right. afterwards, but thank you. So it's just really cool how he always is, is working and taking care of us, even when we don't realize it. Oh, yeah. You know? And doesn't that make you also want to turn around and give someone else yes. the opportunity yes. to to learn and have a, a like a safe place for their process? Yes. yes. Um, I feel like that's just huge. And it's it's an, actually an honor. And I feel like we could all be better at praying about mm. who is who is somebody that I can be um, I can you know, believe in yeah. and invest in even before they're fully ready for what God has That's for them. Good. Like who can I walk through a process with? Yes. Um, so just before we go, I wanted to just encourage you guys and um, Rachel's going to share some encouragement too, but um, if you're in a place of hiddenness right now, here's my encouragement for you. Um, First Peter five, six says to humble yourself under his mighty hand and let him lift you up in the proper time. Mm. So if you're in a season of hiddenness, um, just humble yourself under it and just allow allow that process to happen. Don't allow bitterness to cause you to shoot arrows back at other people. <laughs> like what good. Rachel just talked about, how you can get let that comparison and envy kick mm-hmm. in. Um, instead, take that pain of of being overlooked and rejection mm-hmm. and turn it into deep roots. Mm-hmm. So as you're feeling that, Let's say you're in a church service and um, you're not, you've not never been asked to lead worship at mm-hmm. the church or something, and you feel a pain because you feel like God's put that in your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of going, oh, well, they shouldn't be up there, blah, you know, <laughs> right. instead of that, turn that, say, okay, Lord, I'm feeling a pain here. I want to turn that into deep roots mm-hmm. of character. That's good. And I want to turn it into a sacrifice of praise. Ooh. I remember the Lord um, showed me, like, hey, this pain you're feeling. It's a sacrifice of praise. Wow. So um, that time underground yeah. and that sacrifice of praise is really beautiful 
to him and it's growing into something breathtaking. And so it's worth the process. And then again, if you're blooming right now, like let yourself bloom. Yeah. Like let yourself be so secure in your identity in Christ that, that you are able to just allow yourself to be who he's made you to be and just let yourself shine um, with humility. And also, like I said, just now, see who you can bring along with you. That's so good. Um, so you have any yeah. words of encouragement for That's so practical. I just, I'd leave him with uh, two verses that have really encouraged me. I'd say one is Philippians 1, 6, and it says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And then the second verse is this, and it's Psalms 27, 13 through 14. And it says, I believe I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be strong, and may your heart be stout. <laughs> this is the NIV version. But, yes. Uh, but wait on the Lord. And just to encourage you with that, that he's not forgotten you. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. Hey, um, this was so fun to... Yes. Just talk about all the things we've learned. Yes. <laughs> and we'll <laughs> and, continue to learn. <laughs> and we'll continue to learn. Yes. Because too. process continues. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys for joining us. And um, we all love you and we're for you. Yes. And we can't wait to see um, what God does in and through your life. Even if right now that looks like um, being a faithful seed underground. Mm-hmm. Um, you just... You just uh, Stay content, trust in him, and um, you will bloom. We promise. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. You can visit braveworship.com to learn more about how you can join one of the upcoming Brave Coffees in your local area. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram at braveworship and on Facebook at Brave Worship Page. We'd also love for you to join us at our next songwriting event or missions trip. And you can stay up to date on all of those things and the latest happenings when you sign up for our newsletter at braveworship.com. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus, You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, 
community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.